You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Praise the Lord and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall. I am here today with my daughter who's sitting sitting in on the broadcast today with me. And we're going to have a conversation about the power of a good word. Mm-hmm. And this is Minister Jordana Cunningham. Shout out. Hey! Yes, so um, I'm excited about where the Holy Spirit is going to take us. We, uh, from time to time, uh, in our conversation, we talk about something that we heard. Either we heard it through a teaching or we read it in the scripture, but it was a transformative word. And we're going to talk about how a good word in season will transform our lives and also um, the need to hold on to that good word once you receive it because 
even though it may change you in that moment, you have to live with that word and you have to remind yourself of what the Lord spoke to you in that moment. So before we get started, I am going to have um, Jordana pray and then we'll just get started and jump in and see where the Lord takes us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, Jesus. Hey, love of my life, my boo. My best friend, thank you for this day, God. Thank you for um, all that we're going to dig into and dive into this day, God. I thank you that you would just have your way and that where we are, you are. So you are here with us in this moment. So we thank you that you would speak both to us and to those who would listen, Lord God, that they would be blessed and edified, that you would loosen the shackles and break the chains of bondage, Lord God, and that we would continue to get our upgrades in the spirit. So have your way during this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, did you have a particular good word that you'd like to begin sharing or uh, you didn't expect that no no, of no, no 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 it's it's that's fine because <laughs> there are so many good words where to begin um i'm gonna start off not answering your question because something just occurred to me when we started this conversation so my one of my bffs shout out to you karen was talking about, because I have often shared with my friends some of the good words that I've gotten and specifically prophetic words that I've gotten in the Lord. And she was saying to me that she, you know, she wishes she's gotten, um, you know, a word or two in her life, but I guess she seems, you know, as I share that it seems like I get a lot of word from, from the Lord or prophetic words or those kinds of things and wondering how can she, she is wanting to get words from the Lord and um, the thought that I that I just had is um, that God is is really always speaking to us, and um, He not only speaks to us through like other people or His Word, but He sometimes speaks to us. And specifically, me and my mom have instances where He's spoken to us through movies, um, through through song, um, even through like a cartoon movie. Watching a cartoon movie last night, and we were like, wait a minute. Not not a cartoon movie, but there were cartoons. It was a musical, in it, but it was a musical, and there were some cartoon elements in it. So, one of the things that I think is important is that if you are looking um, for a word from the Lord, is just being hungry, hungry for His presence, hungry for um, His voice. Um, I think one of the things that I can probably safely say about myself and my mother is that we stay hungry for the presence of God. And um, because we know that he loves us, we're always kind of on the lookout for something from God. Um, it's kind of like, God, what you going to say today? What you going to do today? And so I think that that kind of posture of openness and expectation kinds of lends itself for us to get a lot of good word from the Lord. So I'm going to just leave that at that. And what you just said made me think about sometimes what happens uh, for us is that we only look for God to speak when we're in some sort of trouble or we're having some sort of challenge that we're trying to get out of and we need to hear from God so we need a good word we need something that is going to stabilize us in our thought life and in our emotions and to give us direction and mm -hmm. wisdom. But 
we have to live our lives in this conversation with God because just it's just like when you talk to a friend you may have a friend that you talk to often you may even talk to that friend every day but you're in this regular dialogue you you know what's going on in each other's lives because there's this relationship and so uh, once you begin to really personalize this relationship with the Lord and, and seeing Jesus as your, your close friend, you'll find yourself having these conversations with him. And the more you talk to him, uh, not just when you need something, not just when you're feeling bad and you just need a, um, a positive word to change your mood, but just because you enjoy being in his presence, you enjoy hearing his word, even in the most simplest things. It doesn't have to be uh, about uh, a challenge. It could just be the joy of his nature and how much he loves us and, and just having that conversation and and just letting him know how thankful you are that he's in your life and that you can talk to him about anything and that he's always listening. And so it's it's forming that kind of a consciousness where you know that you're always connected. You can always hear from him at any moment. And is not only hearing from him in a time of need, but just because you love him and you enjoy being with him. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. And so to go back now to your question about uh, a good word. Um, so two things. Sometimes um, you get a good word and at the moment you get it, it may not seem like a good word ah. so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give two examples um one I was I was in high school and I had visited a church with a friend of mine from high school and at the end of service you know and I was a pretty I'm, I was pretty comfortable going to church I grew up going to church so going to church services was not you know an uncommon or unfamiliar environment for me um, but at the end of this service, um, we're all standing up and, you know, the, the pastor is about to wrap up and she points out to me and she said, you got a calling on your life. You're going to preach the word of God. And I was looking around and she was like, you, you right there. Like, don't be scared. You're going to preach the word. And I was like, the devil is alive. <laughs> like, you know, like 15 years old. Like, I don't want to hear that lady. Will you just close this service down? So... Um, in the moment, it did not feel like a good word. I was not in that space at 15. Like, you know, I believed in God and he was cool and everything. But in the moment that I received it, absolutely, it, it yes. did not feel like a good word. Um, I'm going to just leave that right there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you might get a word. It, it may not feel good in the moment. Um, a good word that felt good in the moment, um, was of course probably uh, one of our or my most recent words, um, and there have been like several. Um, so um, one was uh, when I was buying a car. One of the employees in a car dealership 
kind of zeroed in on both my mother and myself and he asked me if I was a singer and he felt like I would be doing some recording and some songwriting and that has actually already come to fruition not in the way that I envisioned um but that was a good word and it was it was rather immediate so he said like it would be happening in the first quarter of the year and it did um so it was good it was specific and it has already happened and transpired and come to be Amen. Amen. So back to that word about re getting a word and it's not necessarily comfortable when you first hear it Hello. and you, because you're not ready to receive it. You're Hello. not in a place in your life where you're ready to receive it. And I was thinking that that also has a lot to do with the conditioning of our thought life from growing up in the world. And I always, well, based on the messages that I was hearing when I was growing up, and I'm 67, so just think about where the gospel was, the teaching of the gospel was back when I was like a teenager. So, you were always made to feel that when God started speaking to you and instructing you and asking you to do something, that it was going to always be something that you didn't want to do because what it would do is take the fun away from your life and you feel like, I need to experience some things and I need to enjoy this life. And, and if I, you know, start to follow God now, then it's all about taking away my enjoyment and my pleasures and the things that I like to do. Mm, and so. so you have that perspective. And so when God speaks, and as opposed to you recognizing that he's going to give you more than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And that if you let go of what you think is something Say that so. is really nothing, Say so. then you can. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's all about this mindset, this perspective and how we see things and, and how our, 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 thought life has been shaped by this this world and this world's per perspective and we know who the god of this world is uh the scriptures often refer to him as the 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 god of this world mm -hmm. and he's always trying to blind us to to the good word from god because god is good every good and perfect gift comes from him and he wants us to be blind to that and to think that we can pursue something else on our own. Mm -hmm. Without him. Without God. And that it's going to be better than what he's trying to give us. Mm, say so. So back to this uncomfortability. It reminds me of what I just recently heard in a Todd White message. He was talking about uh, the Holy Spirit. One of his names is the comforter. 
right? He's there to bring comfort in our situations. Normally when we, you know, we talk about the comforter, we think about, you know, if if I'm grieving, I'm, I'm going through some loss, that he's there to comfort. But the comforter is also there when we're in uncomfortable situations, when God is, is calling us to step out into an unfamiliar area, an area where we feel that we lack the expertise mm, mm. or we lack the, the courage and the boldness that we need, mm. that he is there to bring comfort in those uncomfortable situations. And what Todd White was saying so often, instead of us stepping out into the unknown or stepping into a place that God is calling us into because we feel uncomfortable, what happens we become our own comforter and we decide to stay in a place where we feel comfortable mm -hmm. and never move out into that place of uncomfort. But if we step out into it, even though we're uncomfortable about what we're stepping into, the comforter will be there with you. Amen. Amen. And so that was really a, a good word uh, for me because... You know, sometimes even now, um, I may hesitate because I'm not feeling comfortable, but I'm getting a lot more. It's like, it's like getting on an amusement park ride. I remember when those roller coasters first came out, the ones that do the 360 degree loop, you know, and mm -hmm. come mm -hmm. back out and it's a steep drop. If you've never ridden on that ride before, you really don't know what to expect. Correct. But you courageously step out mm -hmm. and you get on that ride, not r realizing what it's going to be like, mm -hmm. how scary it's going to be. And we have to have that same kind of courage also, you know, when we're walking with God is, is just to know that he is there with us. And no matter where we step out into, he's there with us. Even in those places we step into that we shouldn't even be there. But God doesn't say, well, I'm not going with you because I didn't ask you to go there. He's still, he's always with us. He, he never departs from us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He has made his abode uh, within us. So that was a recent word that uh, actually blessed me and um in conjunction with that um sometimes when you get a word that's uncomfortable or that may have you feeling anxious or fearful um what it really is i find that sometimes a good word is kind of expanding um our identity sometimes we have a view of who we are and you know what we do and what we're good at and sometimes a word from the lord is kind of expanding even what we know of ourselves. And because God is the one who created us and he knows all that we are, when we get a word that seems different or uncomfortable or weird or whatever it may be, it really is God just expanding your viewpoint of actually who you really are. Um, and it is a beautiful thing because anytime God gives you a word, um, we're only supposed to be defined by him. And so when he tells you that you are something, that you're going to be something or do something or go somewhere, 
He knows what he's already placed in you, all of those gifts and talents, even if they haven't been called forth before that moment, they're already there. He's just letting you um, get a glimpse and a little bit of recognition of what those things are. So it's also kind of exciting um, for you to get a glimpse of a, a greater viewpoint of who you really are in your identity. Amen. Amen. And um, that made me think about um, the introduction of Graham Cook's teachings in our lives. And so many good he words. was, he was, he uses this word uh, upgrade that every challenge that we face whether it's a circumstance or if it's uh, interaction with people, that we have an opportunity, every adverse, seemingly adverse situation or person is an opportunity for us to get a spiritual upgrade. And that changed my perspective uh, so much because when something negative is coming at me, whether it's a circumstance or it's a person, I say to myself, here's an opportunity to upgrade where I am spiritually. And so my response to that situation now becomes according to the spirit of God, according to the word of God, according to how the Holy Spirit is leading me, not based on my emotions, not based on some need to protect myself because the flesh always wants to protect itself. Mm. It doesn't like being attacked. It doesn't like being accused of anything. It always wants to maintain some sort of reputation. When Jesus himself, who had a reputation as a son of God, made of himself no reputation. So getting a, 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 a an upgrade became like, almost, I don't want to use the word game, but it was like a strategy. It became an exciting strategy for my life. So when things would happen, I would automatically say to, to myself, here's an upgrade. I'm, I'm getting my upgrade. And Amen. I would make sure Amen. that I got my upgrade. If it was a negative person coming at me, well, I'm staying in a place of peace. I don't need to attack this person. I don't need to uh, be combative. I can maintain my peace. And, and, and I can hear what the Lord is speaking when I maintain my peace. Because the Lord may want to speak something to that person. And if I maintain my peace in a circumstance, I'm, I, I will be given the word to speak over that situation. Because our words have power. Our words create. You know, we Amen. are like our father. He spoke things into existence. He spoke this universe. And we, as his offspring, we have the ability to create as well. Amen. And on that note, it's been very interesting. And you ain't got to believe us if you don't want to. But my mother <laughs> and I have been practicing... Um, and this came from, did this come from Graham as well? It might've come from Graham as well. Um, where, because we are speaking spirits as God was a speaking spirit and we do have the ability to create that you can even speak, um, over neighborhoods and, and mm -hmm. over places. Um, so in the, in the past, 
10 years or so, my mother and I have, and un- unconsciously so, we have had a belief system, but we didn't even know when we were doing it that that's what we were doing. But we would look at a place that was like empty, like there was, there was, um, say a building or there was like a space Mm -hmm. that could have been used for something. We'd be like, you know, what would be great here. It would be great if, you know, this, 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 if they could bring some kind of shopping center here or, or, you know, a store here. And then we would see like a year or two later, that thing would pop up. And so most recently we just moved to Waldorf and we were saying, you know what we need? We need a Waldorf. We need an Aldi. We need an Aldi and Waldorf, something, you know, that's really close. And lo and behold, right. there is now being an Aldi built, um, like, right down the street from us. Right. In the very mall that where there were, like, a couple of stores that had uh, closed down, and they had been empty for several years. Mm-hmm. And we actually looked at the mall and said, you know what, this this building is big enough to house a, a Aldi. <laughs> Correct. And it's it's being the Aldi is coming to that very shopping center where where we spoke. And so it's it's good to to see that even though uh you may think, oh well that's not so spiritual, but there is nothing that's not Everything is Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Because everything was created by him and for him and through him. And there is nothing that exists in this world that did not begin in the unseen world. And so it just gives you an opportunity to practice, to practice the presence of God. God is a speaking spirit and we are speaking spirits. And just to be able to to see God in operation in in, in all things. Yeah, it's it, faith building. It's faith building. Amen. Amen. So um, another person that we recently started listening to that we got yeah. a good word from. Now, we're talking about teachers of the gospel that we've been getting words from. And, of course, we read the scriptures and, you know, the scriptures are full of they're full it's it the message is full and one thing i've learned um in reading the scriptures is that i don't necessarily have to read a full chapter if i do i can but i don't feel that i need to retain that whole chapter there may be one good word in that chapter that i needed to see to bring truth that would make me free in my life. And so, so so often we just want to consume knowledge, but it's not about the quantity, but it is about the transformation power of a, of a word. And so you don't need a whole chapter to transform your life. Just think about all the messages we've listened to over our lives. I mean, I used to, which I stopped doing, I used to like take notes of of an entire message. I'm sitting down uh, in church and I got my little notebook and I had a note, I had tons of notebooks full with scriptures, but you can't live all that stuff 
that you're writing down. You know, you're taking word for word notes of, of these messages. But really, there may only have been one truth that stood out in that whole message that actually meant something uh, as it pertained to where you are spiritually in, in at that particular time in your life. And so you have to really have like this laser-like focus to get that word so that you're not so scattered in your focus and trying to consume all of this, this knowledge and information that you miss the seed that you really need in that moment that needed to be planted Amen. to bring forth, forth the harvest, Amen. right? Amen. Amen. Ooh, so Dan so, Moeller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so back to Dan Moeller. So um, he was saying... He said so many good things. Oh, yeah, he did. He <laughs> so did. many. You won't get he, a good word. Exactly. Listen. Oh, this was a really good word that he was talking about. And he was saying that too often we allow our feelings, what we're feeling to dictate to us our freedom. And I'm sure you've heard messages where it says that you can't always follow how you feel, right? But the other thing to also understand is to understand is that um, feelings come as a result of some thought that you were thinking. Mm -hmm. They don't just come out of nowhere. That's correct. So you're thinking a certain way and it produces certain feelings and emotions. And that's another thing that you ha you have to re remember. And so what um, Dan was saying is, well, actually he shared an experience. Um, of, um, he was... At his church, he had just finished teaching. You know, everyone had left, and he was he was closing up, and he uh, was about to leave the building, and he had left his keys. It was his uh, obviously it had his car keys, his house key, and a key to the church because once he closed that door, it was gonna be the building was gonna be locked, and the Holy Spirit just said said, you don't have your keys with you. Amen for the Holy Spirit. So he went back in, and of course, all the lights were out. And suddenly, these old feelings that he used to have about uh, fear of the dark began to creep back in. When he was younger, he had this intense fear about the dark and about seeing things in the dark and what's hiding in the dark. And it all came up again. And then he had to remind himself of his identity, who he was, and that these feelings, these feelings are old feelings. These are feelings from his old man and so he just he deliberately decided not to cut the lights on immediately and and out of that 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 experience um it ministered to him this word about how important it is to not allow our feelings to dictate our our freedom because something that you feel especially things from the past, 
are like memory senses, right? So you remember what it felt like to be afraid in a particular situation, or you might remember what it felt like to be in a particular relationship with somebody, or you might remember, you know, and all mm -hmm. these, these feelings will mm -hmm. pop up in your life, mm -hmm. but it's just memory senses. And if you live in those, those senses and in those feelings, it's a place called sensuality, mm -hmm. which is where the devil will attack you is in that place of sensuality because he starts to mess with your feelings and your emotions and try and convince you that that's, that that's who you are. Because you felt something. Oh, I shouldn't be feeling this. You ever, you ever had a moment where you were feeling something, and you were something that you hadn't felt that you know, that you stopped feeling, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you start feeling this thing, and you're going like, "Wait a minute, you know, I'm past this. Why am I feeling right. this?" So even if, like, say you used to, you know, smoke cigarettes or something, and you gave it up, right? And all of a sudden, you pass by someone who's smoking cigarettes, or you have a feeling like, oh, I could really use a cigarette. And that's something you've been delivered from. It's a memory of something you used to crave, but you no longer crave it. But the memory will come up and you'll still feel like it is a, a present and real thing. And sometimes we have to divorce ourselves from things that we've gotten our freedom from. Amen. 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 So I thought now that that was a great word because just because you have reached a certain level of freedom in a particular area, that doesn't mean that that's the end of it. Because we want to move from glory to glory. And so we're, and as we move from glory to glory, we're moving into places of greater freedom. Amen. And so sometimes uh, we just have to remember that everything that we feel is not who we are. Absolutely. Because who we are is defined by God. the exactly. And He's God the alone. only one that can define who we are. And so not to be deceived and tricked by the enemy who likes to remind you of old feelings to make you think that you're not free from something. Right. I thought that was an excellent word. Yeah, like as an example. So I you know, I've talked to people and they say, Oh, you know, I got real short temper. And that's an identity statement. That is you saying that you have an issue with controlling your anger. And, and if you identify yourself as that, anytime you find yourself in a situation, you will use that identity statement as an excuse mm -hmm. to act out of your emotions and out of your feelings. And so it's really important about what we, what we say about ourselves. Like you, oh, you know, I can't deal with foolishness. I can't tolerate this. I can't, you know, we are very quick to make these statements and they're really identity statements. And then we wonder why we go through life and we have, you know, difficulty in um, managing um, relationships and, and we're always finding ourselves in conflict with other people. Um, and it's because we make these identity statements about ourselves mm -hmm. um, that are untrue and that will just keep us bound and on this miracle round of, you know, unhealthy relationships and, and unhealthy interactions. And so um, I always make it a point to say, you know, like, you know, I am I'm, I'm so patient and I am understanding. I am so forgiving because God is forgiving. 
And so we just make sure that when you speak something over yourself, that you're speaking these um, truths and identity, what God says you are, who God says you are, and speak those things. So you don't have to say, I got a short temper. You say, listen, I am so, I have the patience of Job or, you know, whatever those things are that that we know are in the word that we can speak positively over ourselves. Because, you know, as you start to think those things, you'll start acting out of those belief statements that you make about yourself. Amen. 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 And also, um, whatever your mama or your papa said about you, that you're this way and you're that way, that you no longer have to live under those words. Because those words weren't spoken by God. So if you've heard a word from someone that doesn't line up with what God speaks about you, then you have the right to reject that word and replace it with what God is speaking about who you are. And so we have to stay in close relationship with our identity in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the, and the beautiful part is, is that uh, not to think that um, you've got to create this identity because that's what we did in the world. We created our identity. We took on certain things. We looked at certain things. We looked at certain people and certain people with success or whatever it is that we liked about them. And, 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 and the things in the world. And we decided that I want to take on that. And so we start creating a, a false identity is what we're doing. We're actually creating a false identity. And we're also defining ourselves through our own accomplishments, mm-hmm. which can also uh, be a, a misdirection in terms of living out who we really are in Christ. It'll mislead us. And unfortunately, um, we will bring that identity with us in Christ and then try to add Christ to that identity that we created from the world. And... We don't have to be, we don't have to be condemning ourselves about it or, you know, it's part of the process because we're all learning how to, to live as this new creation because it's, it's new, it's new to us coming into the kingdom of God. And we don't always recognize right away those thoughts that, that limit us and that speak to us about being something that we really aren't. Mm -hmm. And so we trust the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives Mm -hmm. to, to, to deal with everything that, that we need. There are some things that we will be able with our own mental consciousness, be able to identify and to catch and renew our minds with. And then there are some things that, you know, it's like on a computer when you have those background programs running. You can only see the programs that are like in the forefront, right? The applications and things. But there are always these background programs running on your computer that you don't even see. They're in hidden places. And uh, 
we have that in our thoughts. Sometimes we have these thoughts that are that are hiding, mm-hmm. and they're conscious but they're subconscious. St- that's right, and they're running in the in this hidden place. But there's no place that the Holy Spirit cannot go Amen. and reach and transform. And so we can trust that. And so when you get up in the morning, you wake up and say, okay, Lord, you made me. You know who I am better than I know myself. So I'm trusting my life into you this day. So you lead me, you guide me, right? I don't have to even think about you know how we we I mean we like to define what we want our day to go. But we really don't know what we're going to face in that day. True. But we can walk in peace knowing that God is with us, that he is walking with us and that there is nothing that's going to confront us in that day that he's not going to be with us. Absolutely. And you can be the the first good word in your day Mm -hmm. um one of the things and and i think this is something also that um we both got from graham is that you can put yourself in a scripture so for example um like the scripture that says love is patient love is kind you know Mm -hmm. love does not you know boast it does not you know hold account of wrongs um and and another scripture says as he is so am i in this world so if God is love, we are love because we are as he is. And so in the scripture that love is patient, love is kind, you can just say, I am patient. I am kind. I do not boast of myself. I do not hold account of wrongs. I do not. And so you can be the first good word in your own day by just putting yourself in the scripture and speaking the those words of life over yourself daily. Amen. 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 This, now let's see how much time we got. We're at 38 minutes. Oh, okay. That's great. Amen. So I want to talk about the wilderness. Amen. So some of us may be in the wilderness right now where we know that we have left. God has moved us on from the old place, right? And he's taking us into a new place, but we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. So we may be in this wilderness. Similar to the Israelites coming out of Egypt before they got to Canaan. There you go. Right. So this is another good word that I heard. And that this was in a message by Todd White. And he talked about, um, he asked the question, which wilderness are you in? Which wilderness are you in? And he said, are you in the wilderness where the Jews were, where they complained Mm. and they didn't trust God? Mm. Or are we in the wilderness that Jesus Jesus went Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. where he, right. And he was tested. Mm. He, he was tested just like the Jews was tested. He He was tested. He went through some stuff. But he decided to believe the word of God in his circumstance. And he spoke the word of God in his circumstance. And when he walked out of that wilderness, he walked out with an anointing Mm -hmm. and a a power and authority. Major upgrade. Major upgrade. Major upgrade. So when we're in that wilderness where 
just things aren't quite what they should be or whatever it is that that we're not in that wilderness complaining mm. why lord why am i here why did you let this happen to me how did you let me get here how come you haven't taken me out woe is me lord woe is me it <laughs> <laughs> i know i know i know and you know i just i i think i thank the lord because i used to i used to be a complainer amen sign I, me we up all, as we was all, I. We as all, was you I. know what i'm saying and i have to catch myself sometimes now because I'll say something that it's a complaint in disguise. Ooh, wait a minute. It's in disguise, okay? You see, you know, because the devil is subtle. So it's a complaint in disguise. And so I'm tricking myself into thinking, oh, I'm not really complaining. Mm. And so what you have to do in times like that, because especially, you know the difference between when you're being when you're saying something that's negative as opposed to saying something that's positive mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so as opposed to i mean i think i i just remember just the other day i was i wasn't complaining i wasn't angry i wasn't judging but I was talking about some negative interactions that I had with this person. And even though I was saying that, like, I'm no longer angry at this person and, you know, and I've moved on, but it is not helping that person. For me to be speaking out loud about their negativity. Mm -hmm. Learning how to speak about people, speaking the word of God over people. Because, you know, this world is basically negative. And so we came out of a world that we lean toward the negative. Mm -hmm. We say negative things and we think nothing of it. And we think it's all right to say negative things. But even, even if a person is operating in negativity, we need to speak life over them. We need to, we need to remember to, to, to speak <clears throat> life over people, right? Correct. And so sometimes I, I have to say to my, I have to quote that scripture, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is of a good report, to, you know, to think on those things, to speak, speak on those things. So even though you're saying the negativity, it doesn't mean that you've got to um, retweet it. <laughs> or repost it on Ooh, Facebook. Don't do that. Okay? If it's negative, if it's not something that's going to edify, why pass it on? Oh, Lord Jesus. You don't want down straight street now. Why, why pass it on? <laughs> Ooh, wait. Ooh, wait. Amen? Amen? Yeah. And and similar to similarly to that, on the you know opposite side of that same coin, if there are things that are lovely, if there are things that have a good report, please retweet it. 
please repost it. Um, we are so inundated with negative news, negative things that are happening. Every time I see a good story, like I'm, I'm definitely passing it on um, or, you know, I'm sharing a scripture or something like that. But like, I love to see stories where, you know, people are helping animals, animals are helping people, people are helping people. If something really cute and sweet kind of interaction happens, I love it when, I love those kinds of stories. Or even if, you know, um, there was a recent story where this teenage boy um, distracted a dog who was attack, attacking him. And um, so just these, you know, human acts of kindness and things that are happening all over that we don't necessarily hear about on a day-to-day -day basis because we're so inundated with negative information. Mm -hmm. That is just important to feature things like good things are happening every day all over the world. Right, right. It's just that it's not on our TV. It's mm -hmm. not coming. It's not, it's not being streamed on uh, uh, cable network news or regular network news. It's, it's just not. It's not. But there are a lot of good things that are happening. And when you shift, when you begin to shift your focus and you begin to look for it, mm -hmm. when you start to look for the good, you will find out that there are a lot of good things that are happening. Absolutely. That will bless you and that will encourage you and that will... Um, bring bring a sense of, of comfort in knowing that good things are happening, good things are being done. Absolutely. Every day. Um, and so I guess the final things that I would say are you can get a good word in so many places. And mm -hmm. of course, that first place is starting with yourself. You can speak life over yourself every day. And and. And look for the unexpected. Look for a good word in unexpected places. There isn't, um, God can use anything. Should I say right. that? God can use anything to to, um, to give you a good word. And he'll use everything. He'll use everything in nature and creation and entertainment and whatever it is, he'll find a way to get that good word out. So just be on the lookout. Amen. Amen. And, and remember the power behind a good word. So even when you speak a good word over your coworkers, right? Over the people that you meet, over your family and, and, and your friends, whenever you're speaking a good word, know that there is a, a, a power that is attached to that good word that you're speaking over these people and over your neighborhoods over your country, mm -hmm. speak life, speak life. Always. Always speak life. Death comes from the kingdom of darkness. Amen. That's where death originated, the kingdom of darkness. But we have been transformed into the kingdom of light, the kingdom where there is no death. There's only life. And so we've got the 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 spirit we've got the the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus operating in us making us free from the law of sin and death. And that's a truth. Sometimes you want to think that you're not free from sin, but that's a feel it's only because you're you're not free from the feelings and you're not free from the thought life from that old sin life. 
But Jesus took those sins to the cross, right? And what is going to transform your inner life and your outer life, your behavior, is having faith in what he has already done. Thank you, Lord. He has already done that. So just believe. Just believe. It is finished. It is finished. So, Father, we want to thank you for you because you are everything. You are everything. I'm telling you, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Jesus is the living word. When we eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, we are taking in this, this life. He is the living word. And so we just thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that your people are just becoming even more sensitive to your speaking because you're speaking and showing up in so many places in so many ways. And so we're thankful for you. We thank you, Lord God, that things aren't always what they seem. We thank you that your reality is our reality and, and anything other than that, it's transient. Thank it, you. It, it's coming to an end. Thank it, you. It, it, and it has no authority and a power and power over the children of God. Thank because you. Because we belong to another kingdom. So we thank you. We thank you, Jesus, for taking the sins of the world. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For loving us so much thank and you, coming Lord. for us. Thank you, Lord. Coming for us. Thank you that we're saved by grace. Thank you. Beautiful are the feet of the one who came for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, God bless you. And you. <laughs> <laughs> well, amen. I hope you were blessed by um, today's broadcast. And amen. Periodically, we'll come back and talk about a little bit more about good words and some of the things that that have God has kind of just dropped in our spirits that we just like to encourage you in because iron sharpens iron. Be blessed. Be blessed. Amen. Amen.